Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. She is one of my closest friends. I love her with all of my heart. She is beautiful, amazing, talented, listens to the Lord, and her name is Alyssa Glenville. Oh, my goodness. What an intro. Cass, I love you so much. Thanks for having me on. You're so sweet. Yeah, of course. No. Um, so Alyssa is by far one of the greatest people I've met. Oh, my goodness. Just because, like, you can tell her warmth from how she's been with the Lord. So, you know those people in your life where you're like, oh, my gosh, you literally feel like Jesus. Like, I could just snag a little hug from you at any time and everything would just be okay. Wow. Alyssa Glenville is yes. that person. Oh my goodness, you're so kind. That's literally one of the best compliments I think I could ever receive. <laughs> so thank you for saying that. And I feel the exact same way about you. Cass, if anybody oh knows God. Cass or you've listened to her for more than five seconds, she radiates sunshine and Jesus and all things joy and good in this world. So You really said listen up, people. Listen up, folks. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But the whole podcast today, we are going to be focusing on Alyssa's dreams and the things that God has told her and just her walk with life through God because her God story is just amazing. And the Lord has opened so many doors for her, even whenever it seemed like there weren't going to be doors to open up. And I feel like that's so many of our stories is we feel like we're in this place and we're just stuck and we're trying to make things happen and we're trying to to make our own way. And even if it's for the Lord, it's a lot of times just really stressful and pressuring because we're trying to open up our own caveats for our own story whenever the Lord is like, I'll do it for you. And I'm going to do it in a way that lifts me up and, you know, glorifies God Mm -hmm. overall. And so So Liz, I know that we had talked a little bit about um, how you live life a little bit differently from everyone else. So would you like to share and explain? Yeah, a little unconventional, you could say. So I deleted all social media platforms, like completely deleted my account, not just like took the app off my phone, but I actually deleted my accounts last year. It'll be a full year next week. And oh my goodness, the things that I've learned in this season and what the Lord has shown me and just the beauty that has come out of that has been absolutely amazing. Um, And it was a journey. Um, I, for a long time, have felt like that was something that the Lord was calling me to do for about a year and a half or almost two years, actually. Um, And every time I'd be in worship or just pressing into Him in the secret place and a prayer on my heart has been creating me or renewing me a steadfast spirit. You know, like creating me a pure heart, oh God, renew within me a steadfast spirit. It's a verse in Psalms. And every time I felt like he wanted me to delete Instagram, that was just like what would get pressed on my heart every time. And it didn't make sense because I was like, I'm a public relations and advertising major. Like, public relations and staying involved in social media and stuff is a big part of like my career path. Like it just didn't add up and like just a requirement of staying connected with people and all of that. And um, 
I was like, well, everybody else has it. Like, why do I have to delete it? You know, and I was following positive accounts. It wasn't like I was following, you know, negative people. You know, my main feed was like Christine Kane, Craig Rochelle, Sadie Robertson, like my dearest family and friends, you know, so like I just really struggled with that. I was like, Lord, are you sure? And every single time without fail, like I just had this uneasiness in my spirit. Like that was something that I was holding on to so tightly that I needed to let go. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like what prompted me to delete it. Which is so different, I feel like, from everybody because normally people who go through social media fasts, it's because they feel like it's running their lives and mm -hmm. there's like a lot of comparison, which is interesting. And I went through a, a similar thing once. It it wasn't like permanently deleting it, of course, which is a whole nother thing. But at first, I think I was like, God, wait, why? Why would you want me to delete this whenever I get so much of my daily inspiration from it? Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of times where we don't see the end result of what God wants yeah. to do until we actually walk in faith through that step. Yes. So how is that journey for you of like, what did you discover yeah. whenever you deleted it? That's so good. I think for me, like I said, I was following all those positive accounts and everything. And so I would scroll through and it would be great, like quotes of encouragement and stuff. But then it would kind of just like go in one year and out the other. It's like, oh, that's really good. And then you would put your phone down and you're like, wait, what did I just read? You know? Um, and so I think like on that note, I realized like, okay, just because I'm getting in positive content, like how am I actually spending my time? Like it just whenever I deleted it, it, I felt like I was gaining control over my life, you know, and like, I wanted to stay informed, right? But staying informed wasn't as important as taking that issue at hand, or, you know, looking in the news or whatever's going on. A lot of times, like the reason why I struggled with getting rid of it is because I would just want to stay informed through what was going on in like politics and the news, because that's something I'm very interested in is the political realm. And I would see all these issues and like social injustices and all this stuff. And I would just be getting so frustrated by what was coming on my feed. Although a lot of it was positive, staying informed, quote unquote, actually turned into a weight that I wasn't supposed to carry. And so through deleting it, I'm like, okay, I know the issues at hand. I understand what's going on in the world. Lord, I want to take this to your feet and pray about it instead of just scrolling through it. And so... In the word, it talks about, you know, taking our prayers and our requests before the Lord and all we do, bringing it before him in prayer. And I think since deleting it, I've gotten to do that and really enter the throne room and bring those burdens on my heart to the Lord. And I've seen him come through and speak to me in ways that, like, I hadn't heard him before yeah. since deleting social media. Um, so I think it's just really created more an intimacy and a trust in the Lord mm -hmm. because I'm like, okay, I don't have to rely on Instagram or on social media to get my daily dose of information, you know, because um, I can rest in the Lord and in the peace that he gives. So, yeah. No, and Liz, I know for you, you're being so humble about it, but that, that even more so was a big deal for you because your major is... PR and ad mm -hmm. and you want to do stuff in politics yeah. and that that's been on your heart and so yeah. in some ways that was probably tougher for you right because mm -hmm. 
you that was something that you cared so much about and yeah. you had to give your dreams over to God yeah. and watch him give them back to you and trust that he would. And that's just I mean an incredible origin story for what God's going to yeah. write in your heart. Yeah. I'm expectant. That... I don't know what that's going to look oh. like yet. Yeah. Yes, no. And yeah. I'm I'm totally convinced that God would take care of you because mm. it was like what we were saying about having a heart of obedience over a heart of influence. Yes. Because when you're obedient, God knows the exact influence that yes. you're going to make. And you better believe that he's put you in that position and said, follow me and you will have the most influence. So good. But you've got to trust that even if it doesn't look like I'm setting you up for the way that you think you should be set up for your career, or for your dreams, mm-hmm. that it's going to be even more powerful totally. and he can bless it even more. Yeah. Because like, look what he did in the Bible. You know, he stopped the sun in its place. So that How could he not make a connection that you need yeah. to get you to the next place that he has in store for you? Like, if he gives you that vision, he'll give you the provision for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by eliminating social media, for me personally, it's just caused me to trust him on such a deeper level yeah. with my future. And um, what he told me one day in chapel when I was talking to him about it, He just like deposited this in my spirit. I wrote it down in my journal. He said, give me your social media platform and I'll give you a platform you could never give yourself. I'll take you places at your own two feet. Never could. And that just like smacked me upside the head. I was like, (laughs) okay, Lord. Wow. Like, okay. And uh, you would think after that list, like, well, you should just delete it right then. No, I didn't delete it right then. (laughs) I waited a few months because I was still wrestling with it. And that just brings me back to the grace of God. Like, he's so good and he's so patient. Oh, my goodness. And, like, um, a thing that really prompted me that, like, really sealed the deal after he gave me that word was I had to watch The Social Dilemma for one of my classes. Um. And that was a requirement. We had to watch the <laughs> social dilemma and then, then write, write an analysis on it. And so I sat down and I watched it and like, oh my goodness, like I just, it confirmed everything that I had been feeling in my heart because it talks about through Instagram and through social media, the control that it literally has had on society. And I'm not saying that everybody should delete social media and start an uprising and all this kind of stuff because (laughs) social media has great benefits. Oh my goodness. Like there's so much beauty that comes from it. People have given their lives because of a video clip that they've seen explaining the gospel or, you know, sliding into someone's direct message, asking them a question about. We're formal here. We say direct message. DM. (laughs) We're very formal. We're formal. Classy. Yeah, I'm not talking about sign into those DMs to get a date. Okay, <laughs> people do that too. Whatever floats your boat. Um, no, it could be used for so many great things. And I go back to what Christine Kane says um, in relation to a lot of different things. You know, is it mega church or is it small church? It's both. You know, <laughs> is it social media or is it no social media? It's both. Like. God uses both. And so for me, I'm just saying like, this is the avenue that I feel like the Lord has chosen me to walk down for this season of my life. And I've seen him bless it in so many ways. Getting back to the social dilemma though. (laughs) Sorry. Wow. Really went on a rabbit trail there. They had um, different leaders that stepped down from Facebook and Instagram. And they even had the CEO, the ex-CEO of Pinterest 
talk on that um, documentary. Highly recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix. And uh, they were saying, like, whenever they were setting up their software system, they literally had, like, a clinical psychologist come in and explain to them how to keep people on the app longer. And that's Mm -hmm. what birthed the endless scroll. And whenever you're scrolling and you're constantly looking at, like, what's to come, even though you might have already seen those pictures a hundred times, you still want to open your phone again and see, oh, did someone else post something? Like, that releases dopamine. It's, like, the same effect. They were talking about how it has the same effect that drugs do on your body because you constantly want that fix. And so I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I don't want to be controlled by this. Like, I want to have control over my time. Like, I don't want an app to be doing that. And aside from that, just the statistics that have skyrocketed rocketed over the years of girls who have committed suicide because of body image issues and anorexia all of that has gone up like social anxiety and all of this because people are so focused on their phones more than focusing on the people around them like those statistics were just so staggering for me and I just really realized after watching that wow like this has really gripped people more than they know and I don't want to be part of that I don't want to say part of the problem because just because you have social media doesn't mean you're feeding into that problem, you know, but it just was really a conviction in my heart. And that's not to say that deleting social media is for everybody. Right. But because it was in obedience to what Liz had felt the Lord tell her in her heart. Yeah. It was best Mm -hmm. for her. Yeah. And so I would just encourage you all to listen to what God's putting on your heart because there are plenty of people that use social media that he Mm -hmm. uses. And, you know, you see that all the time, but just for this podcast to point out, hey, social media doesn't dictate how close you are to God. Yeah. And just because you're social media popular or social media famous or, you know, maybe you're not, that is not a a number that can directly correlate with how many souls you've saved for the kingdom or like your heart. And so it's not a matter of, are you famous or are you not? Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of how much influence does it look like you have or how many people like you yeah. because you could be doing something for God and nobody could be on your side, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Jesus's story. He he was crucified. The crowd said crucify him. He went against the grain in every way. And and so it's just a matter of obedience because list now you're you're getting opportunities that yes. you wouldn't have gotten before completely came out of the blue yeah yeah so many different connections have been made not via social media not via my instagram account but just like open doors that the lord has just like plopped in my lap I'm like god you're so good he's so kind and so your obedience to the lord isn't in vain and i think also what's really helped me what i've learned so much almost going back to your original question cast like what i've learned over the course of this year since deleting it is like comparison truly is the thief of joy and I think scrolling through Instagram part of the reason why I was honestly tired of it is just I was so tired of like not being content with what I had been given you look at a girl's picture and oh I want to be just I want to look just like her she has such a good body oh my gosh she's so fit or Look at their relationship with the Lord or, oh, he's such a dynamic speaker. I want to speak mm-hmm. like him. 
for, look at their reach and look at their influence. And God, I'm not doing that right now. Like if I was really in your will, like I would be doing, you know, I would look like this person. And it's like, it's so easy. And we know that it's just people's highlight reels, but in the moment we forget that. Yeah. And so I would just like put my phone down after scrolling for an hour and be like, well, I feel like crap. <laughs> time to cry. You know, yeah, time to cry. Um, yeah, so I think realizing, you know, the verse, um, it's in 1 Timothy 6, 6. It says, godliness with contentment is great gain. And I think whenever I got rid of my account completely, I just became so content with what he had given me because I wasn't constantly looking around at everybody else and feeling lesser than or wanting what I didn't have. And that's been one of the greatest gifts. And um, in Matthew 5, 29, it says, if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. And I know it's very <laughs> dramatic. But I think to boil it all down, like we can kind of overcomplicate it. But it's like, okay, if something is not giving you joy, if something is making you feel depleted, lesser than, making you feel like you're not beautiful, like the Lord has created us all in his image it says we are fearfully and wonderfully made like and if you have anything in your life anything that's diminishing that truth or feeding into the lies of the enemy in scripture it literally says like cut it out of your life like get rid of it it's it's pretty plain and simple in my mind it's kind of black and white although like whenever i deleted it was it hard because i felt like i wasn't getting you know first person glimpse into everybody's life 24 7 yeah but you get over it (laughs) you become so focused on being present and in the moment that you don't miss it after a little while because you're just so and honestly like you become so much more intentional with those around you i would say my relationships have gotten richer and like all the people that have been closest to me in my life before i deleted my accounts are still the people that are closest to me now And it's because it forces you to be more intentional, you know, because you think that you're staying informed with somebody because you see a picture of where they went last weekend or whatever. So you don't really like text them or reach out or FaceTime them to catch up, you know, because you're constantly seeing their life via social media. But since I've gotten rid of it, it's forced me to be very intentional with the people I love. And I think that that's just been such a such a blessing. You almost lose intimacy whenever you can see mm-hmm. a slight overview of everything because yeah. you feel like you've gotten the gist of it. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more below the so surface, more. below the filter. Yeah. Wow. So that's another thing is being intentional to like reach out to friends mm. because Liz, I know that you are one of the most intentional people I've ever met. Just in everything that you say, everywhere you go, no. everything you do, and I'm sure uh, like a lot of that has come from spending time with the Lord and being able to look up and just see everything for how it is. Mm. And that's really powerful. That's that's something that I mean, you think you lose social media influence if you're not on the app, but you gain real life perspective. Yes. And connection. And that's the irony. It's called social media. But people are more disconnected than they've ever been. You know, and people feel lonelier, statistics show, than like they have ever been. But it's like, okay, technology is at an all-time high right now. Like we're, we should be able to feel so connected with those around us. But yet we're so consumed by looking down that like what you said, Cass, like we don't look up and see the people that are around us and truly get to invest in those relationships. Um, 
And I just think it's such a beautiful thing whenever you don't have to rely on on an Instagram profile to stay connected with somebody, you know. It really allows for more depth. Not saying that social media, obviously, we're not saying social media is bad whatsoever, but I think for the people out there listening, like, if any of this strikes a chord in your heart or if you've been feeling like, man, you know, I've been letting it take up too much of my time or I do have my head down looking at my phone a lot. Yes, there's a, there's another not way. not telling you to completely delete your social media by any means. <laughs> no, I'm saying for me, if you do feel like, oh, wow, like she did it. Okay, maybe, maybe I should do that. You know, like... <laughs> Great, that's fine, but I'm not trying to start a campaign for eradicating social media <laughs> at all. Um, but I would say, like, you can do it. I'm a testimony of that. Like, you can still have an amazing, fun-filled, engaging life. You don't have to live under a rock because you don't have social media. <laughs> or just try, you know, if you feel like this is something that the Lord has been pressing on your heart to do, just delete it for... A couple weeks, a month, go on a social media fast. I know a lot of you might have already done that. And for me, I'm a very all or nothing person. So I like deleted the <laughs> I deleted the app off of my phone. But then I would always be like, well, I can just download it again. And so then I would download it again and start scrolling and I would be on it for an hour. And I'm like, oh, Liz, like, come on. And so um, I think for me, it it does come across as very extreme, but it was in obedience to the Lord, and I've just seen him bless it so much. So moral of the story, obedience is never in vain, and the Lord will bless it and take you places your own two feet never could. Which is one of the best things we can do as Christians. Is Like, that's what we're supposed to do, right, is grow towards the Lord. Yes. And so maybe for some of you, growing towards the Lord is to keep your social media and to spread the gospel through it. Maybe it's, you know— to delete social media, maybe it's to even delete your account, but all in all, it's the Lord knows the plans that he has for you, and those plans are good, Mm -hmm. and he's going to get you wherever you're supposed to be, whether or not you have it, and whether or not you think that you're influencing enough, the Lord has his hand on you and over your life, and Romans 8.28 says that he works all things together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose and Mm -hmm. who love him, and Mm -hmm. so you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. He's inviting you in on yeah. this journey. Like it's all by his grace. And it's like, what an honor to partner with the Lord. You know, like it's truly just an invitation. It's an open invite. And so to say no is honestly, it's like we're missing out. We're the ones missing out <laughs> whenever we decide to not step into what he has for us, you know? And so I just want to encourage people in that. Like, it's an open invite into his plan for your life. And he knows what's best. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows the deepest desires of our heart. And he determines our steps. And, um, yeah. And to keep him as your best friend is the best place to be. Mm-hmm. Because you know that. Yes. Like, think about your best friend. They wouldn't intentionally try to hurt you. They wouldn't intentionally try to cut you down, like, in friendships and and relationships and godly things like marriages, you know, you're always lifting the other person up. And so, I mean, that's just something to think about. Yes. Liz, it was so good to have you on today. 
Oh, Cass, thank you so much for having me on. I love that you're doing this. I love that you're such a champion of other people's dreams and you want to hear the desires of their heart. And I'm so excited to see how this impacts so many people for the kingdom. I adore you. Thanks for everything. I adore you. Thank you guys so much for listening to To the Dreamers. Love, Bliss. Mwah. <laughs> Bye.